everybody, and welcome to the Global Give a Book podcast. My name is Jordan Oliver. I am your host, and this is the official communication platform for GGAB, which is a nonprofit located in Albuquerque, New Mexico, but impacting the world with a mission to get award-winning books into the hands of children who need them most. Now today, I am truly honored to have this guest with us because she is the one and only founder and executive director of Global Give a Book, Miss Sylvia Maser. Welcome, Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Jordan. Thank you so much for doing this today. Oh, thank you for being here, Sylvia. I know that you are so busy because you are the you're the glue to Glo Global Give a Book. You are the the brains behind all of it. This is your baby. And yeah. I just think everybody out there needs to hear your story of why you were inspired to, to start this organization. And, you know, just, just share with everybody your heart of what fuels you in your work every day to keep this going. Thank you, Jordan. Well, a little bit about my story is um, my parents, both of them were immigrants. My first language was Spanish. It was not English. And I really did not enjoy reading until my college years. Um, but I didn't enjoy reading for pleasure. I had to, mandatory, you know, to graduate. Um, but towards the end of my college years, I just started getting a, a love for reading. I really, really enjoyed doing that. I was, I went to the University of Houston at the same time I was uh, working with the U.S. Marshals Service. But one of the things that I've always enjoyed is traveling. I really, that's one of my passion. I love traveling to big cities, not, not so much the mountains, which I do like, but I'm not hiking. I like to go to New York, San Francisco, San Diego, Miami, Dallas, and vacation in Niagara Falls, Canada, and in Mexico. So that's always been what I've, I just look forward to traveling the world. I just went to Niagara Falls, Sylvia, for the first time, but in New York, the side of it that's in New York, and it was amazing. Isn't it? Oh. Well, Canada is even more amazing. It's wow. just, it was five times better, but I'm glad you got to see that because yeah. that's one of our, uh, well, that's one of my passions is just to see the world. So after I got married, got divorced, was single mother, I, um, I found myself as a customer of a food pantry with five little ones. I just needed to make ends meet. I could not um, use my last dollar on a book as much as I wanted that for my children because I had to uh, just pay for the rent, utilities, the living, right? To do, but I had to. And every time I would go through the food pantries, I always felt like, God, it would be nice if my children could get some good quality books. And uh, so that's kind of where I believe the inspiration, as you asked, what got this started. And it, it started with that. That's where the spark came in. My children are my inspiration. I do feed from their heart, their they have a heart of being a servant. They're givers. All five of them, all five of them are a servant. And um, 
I tell people I just raised them up on my knees praying a lot for them because I didn't know what the next step was going to look like. So they do inspire me a lot. And they're the, the, like you said, sometimes you need that push, that help to go the yes. next step. Yes. So well, that's speaking of going the next step, help me if I don't say this correctly, but you pretty much started Global Give a Book about 17 years ago, right? As an LLC. Yeah. But then when COVID hit, in 2020 is when it changed. You got your nonprofit status. So tell us a little bit about that change for 17 years. You know what, and then kind of how in, how COVID affected you to to make that switch. Well, you are correct. It's been over 17 years that I've done Global Give a Book, but I did it as an LLC. I always felt inspired to give books to children, so the programs were. Um, helping uh, giving books that were personalized and bilingual that's how they started as an LLC back many years ago but when the pandemic came and everybody was affected and our children especially could not go to school and you're having a first second grader on a zoom class um, that's when I felt it's time to resign from my career anything I'm doing and just go 100% full blast with GGAB. So uh, in August, I resigned from my career and submitted all the paperwork. My CPA was fabulous in putting everything together that we got our 501c3 nonprofit status in September of 2020. Mm -hmm. So it was like, let's move it. And so from there on, I just started spreading the word and sharing with people okay we're a nonprofit. started putting up for grants and get, getting um the nonprofit organization ready i had to get the board and seeing what kind of board members and what it was going to look like and so it was at that time that i decided i need to make this an all-woman-led board and the reason i did an all-woman is because women now have a lot to offer to our young ladies. And I love to say young lady because it's, it's important that you feel strong, a platform, but you know you're a lady. And that is, I think, the fuel that helps our women now to move forward. Now, many people, they, they donate to give so that we are able to give these new books and they're packaged they're even packaged as brand new um and they just they look so nice it's not just not only that's what i love about it too not only are these children getting these books but it makes you feel special because it's it's like a, a brand new gift and so i think that's that's a neat aspect of this as well it's been amazing to watch the growth of you know, when it was me and Emily with you and um, your Aunt Sylvia was helping me as a writer at that time too. But just to see, I, I remember telling my sisters, you you guys have to see this, that each time I get on a Zoom call, we have a meeting call, there's a new person that is part of the team, the way this is growing, it's just exploding. And mm -hmm. it's um, it's it's proven by the number of books that we've given away, which is, is it around 6,000 now, Sylvia? Or? <laughs> no, and I'll tell you in just one minute what the number is, because it is exciting. And you know, you get so, um, in the middle of the action, you're just giving out the books. You're not even counting it, but you're keeping tabs of everything. And then your accountant comes and tells you the number. And I'm like, whoa, you've done it. 
So the number to date that we have given, and it's coming to a huge mile marker because like you mentioned, they're all award-winning books and this is a fine time to tell you about them. I just wanna show you a picture of one. This is The Lion and the King and they're all award-winning books and quality books. We want this to go to the next generation. It's just not about our children right now, but they're, they're so um, strong and good quality that the children can pass it on to the next generation. And this is the award-winning Caldecott uh, seal. So the majority of the books have that. Here's another one. And this one is uh, with the plastic. So you can see that each book is individually wrapped. I wanted to thank Stride because their company hires um, special need adults. And they're just, the, uh, just fabulous people. They wanna be recognized. They wanna do the best they can. So they have a lot of heart when they package these books. They put our label in the back, a bookmarker in the front, and they individually wrap them. So the child can get it's a gift. So they feel very special by receiving this book. So Stride Inc., thank you so much for doing this. Why did I wanna do that? Well. Um, the program that we did with, that we're currently doing with all the food pantries is we're providing award-winning books to the children that are the, at the other end of the food pantry. So uh, low-income families are struggling. They're going through a lot of uh, stress. And just like myself, it was very difficult for me to go across the street and buy a book but I would go 10 miles to get some bread. I needed to feed my children. So we put this award-winning high quality books inside all the food boxes. So when the parents come, they come and they pick up their food, their bread, and they take home an award-winning book. And so we've uh, you joined the food pantries here. Uh, the food banks have helped us tremendously. We're, service, we're serving uh, the Native Americans in the Gallup area. And um, a lot of these children, you know, they will go hungry if we don't do something. And so the food is vital for their body, but we need to think of how we're going to nourish that, the brain. If you give a man a fish, he can eat a meal. But if you teach them how to fish, he'll never starve. It's the same with our children. Yes, we have to give them food by all means. But we have to show them there's other, give them some books so that they can have options as they grow up. Yes. And our program is a pre-literacy program because you have to start them young. You have to foster that love of reading at a very young age. Because if we don't, we'll lose them, which we have whether you have children or not, it's everybody's problem. And that's what I'm seeing with Global Gift Book is the community is literally coming together in so many ways. Everybody is uh, stepping forward with that heart. So do you wanna know the number? I was gonna ask, we have to know the number, yes, yes. We are just a few, uh, maybe a couple of hundred books to hit our 10,000 mile marker. What? Okay. 10,000. 10,000 well quality award winning books oh. have been well packaged, individually packaged, have been 
distributed to our children in need. And we've, we've given these books to uh, cities like Santa Fe, Gallup, Albuquerque, Las Cruces, and then down to El Paso, Houston. In Rio Rancho, we have a pantry called St. Felix. And Sister Juanita, we've been giving them books for over a year and a half. She moved to Detroit. She has a new assignment in Detroit. So she's requesting because now they're doing a daycare in Detroit. So we'll be shipping books to Detroit. Oh, cool. It is it is global give a book. So all over, yeah. we know that we're starting, you know, and, and hearing that we're in so many different states, but that's just the beginning because they'll be all around the world pretty soon hey, at, hey. at the pace this is going. <laughs> yes. And also the Ronald McDonald's in Lubbock, Texas in Southwest Texas, we've wow. been giving uh, those children, they obviously have illnesses and Ronald McDonald's house is there the charitable to help them. So it's nice as you're going through whatever diagnose that you get a good book that would just hold on to you. And each book has such a beautiful thing. We can stay here all day just talking about the themes of each book, but we're not gonna do that. Well, I did want you, Sylvia, to, if you don't mind, to share a little bit about some of the programs that, that we are doing with, you know, through Global Give a Book, because it's not just, um, you know, that people donate and then these books get sent to these food pantries. We have very specific programs that are targeting certain things. So share with us about that. That's correct. Our biggest is the food banks, of course. And then we have the Lavender Libros. And, um, the Lavender Libros was created by the city of Albuquerque. And during the pandemic, the city of Albuquerque realized that they needed to do something because our children were falling behind in so many different academic stuff. So they put out this program where the community leaders read a quality book, a children's book to the children via YouTube. So we, um, so in January 2022, January 2022, the city uh, passed it over to Global Give a Book. So now we're running with that and we are encouraging um, community leaders like teachers, doctors, nurses, um, mechanics, um, army or air force, right? The military uh, to reach out to us, we'll give you an award-winning book to read, and you would read, um, we'd have that video on YouTube, and the children can follow along with it, and it's a way that the community can give back to our children that fast. It's just by reading a book that's going to be sent out via YouTube worldwide. And, and any child, regardless, today, most parents do have some kind of electronic, whether that's a phone or a, a laptop or an iPad. So they, these children, even if they can't get to, even if they can't get to a food pantry to get the book, they can pull it up on YouTube, right on their parents' phone. And they're, they have that access, which is. And, and read it. You got it. That's, um, that's exactly can, what we can do. The other one is reading with Shepherd Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy over there. So Daisy's a German shepherd that encourages the children to read 15 minutes a day to their pets, their pet dog, cat, goldfish, or a stuffed animal. 
which we have plenty of stuffed animals here. I'll show you one. See, just grab a stuffed animal, get a book, and read to your pets. And Daisy encourages that because she knows that the pets just love the attention and the self-esteem that the child will get just reading out loud. And it's just best to none when it comes to reading. You have to practice that reading. And so she's constantly encouraging it. And you can go to ggab.org and see me read to Daisy. Um, and we encourage the children to send us videos of reading to your pets. Yeah. That has been extremely ex successful. And we've got the Animal Humane here in Albuquerque in New Mexico uh, sponsoring us and giving books to the children that go to adopt an animal. They get an award-winning book to go with that adoption. That's, so. that, that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite program because it's, it's so, children associate reading all the time with school work and being boring, but this is the one, the one of the first programs that we really went all into, I remember. And it's really just to encourage making reading fun and the animals are the best yes. to do that. So it's it's been very effective. And we've had some great videos sent into us of, of children reading to their animals and their live pets and stuffed animals. And it's really fun to see. And I like to say that that's the, our main mission. We give out award-winning books because we want to foster the love of reading. Yes. If a child at a very young age, um, I'm sorry, electronics are fabulous, and but a three-year-old, that's not something that they need to pick up so quickly. Yes. Right? Yes. They need to see a little bit more, uh, it, let their imagination grow a little bit more. And that's by, I'm just looking for something. And that's by picking up a book. You get a book, and I just like to illustrate because the books are the best way to. And you've got pictures and you picture read at three years old. Your imagination goes where you need, where it needs to go. It's not dictated by electronics where it's supposed to go. The book gives you the freedom to, um, uh, to expand, to expand your imagination. Yes. Okay, the Native American community outreach has been tremendous. Uh, we give out, uh, we've given out hundreds of books to uh, the Community Food Pantry and Gallup, and they serve over 23 elementary schools. So wow. uh, on Fridays, they give them a snack pack so they get food with their book for the weekend. Oh, awesome. So that is how uh, the Native Americans are being affected by us yes. giving them the books. Um, a program that we did in May was Color, Colors of the World campaign. Colors of the World campaign, we, um, we, did, we were fortunate enough to have a, another nonprofit, a World of Difference, join us. So we brought the color of the, uh, the world with Crayola. And it's a, the crayons show the different shades of the, 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 the humans, the skin, skin the, exactly, sorry, the skin tones. And so we gave over 500 of those crayons with the book. So partners like A World of Difference, uh, William Gentry is the founder of that. And also Walmart coming together, getting the crayons, getting the 
because we already had the outlet. We just needed the community to come together. So a lot of the um, African, I mean, the Native Americans and got them and the food pantries and the animal shelters, they got the animal humane. So that was a fun program to see the children get crayons back. Yeah. And they could look and pick their skin tone. That's, I thought that was creative. That was very great. Yeah. So Sylvia, I know that um, two main ways that people can have been able to stay in the know are through our podcast, which they're watching now, and through our newsletter. So did you want to say anything about those two, those yes. two things, how people can, you know, where they find it and everything? Yes, if you go to ggab.org, sign up and join, register for our newsletter. Our newsletter will help you see what we've done what we're doing and what we're going to do with our community. And it gives you a, a, a good feel that things are happening. Yes. The numbers are changing. The children are coming along. Our testimonies are out of this roof on the parents. And unfortunately, but that's just the way it is. A lot of the children are being raised by their grandparents right now. So the grandparents are so excited to and get these books and it'll show you the 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 different books that we're giving now because we are also giving bilingual books you know so if you know english now you pick up a bilingual book and you'll learn spanish or if you know spanish that's your first language like it was with me picking up a book and getting familiar with english is the best way to go so uh that newsletter helps us also spotlight the different projects that we're doing and the partners. And we're getting a lot of fantastic partners um, right now that are allowing us to spread that mission of getting quality books to our children. That's what I like, one of my favorites is the podcast that you do, Jordan. That, the yeah. podcast is made specifically for a successful, um, a successful person to have a platform and tell us their story why literacy was so important in their foundation of their success. Yes. And I'm noticing a lot of the success stories, they didn't know how to read or they didn't pick up the reading till they were in the third grade and now they're directors and they run organizations they're entrepreneurs so it's never too late but you have to have that passion of wanting to even pick up a book yes so that podcast uh, I would um, encourage it everybody and invite everybody to go to ggab.org and you can see the past podcasts that Jordan has done very yes, you can find them you can find the podcast also on spotify as Thank well you. on spotify that's a streaming site well sylvia as we are wrapping up our time here is there anything any last words or words of inspiration or encouragement from from your heart that you just want to make sure that you convey to the ggab family yes i want to take this time to thank our supporters and you know we've gotten some grants and foundations have contributed to our costs. It's wonderful because it helps us move forward that much faster. Um, but there's nothing like receiving 
a $10, $15, $25 from an individual that just wants to make a difference moving forward. So those $25 a month, that makes my heart smile because that really tells me they, there's the community wants to make a difference. And so I encourage everybody that if you want to do $10 a month, $25 a month, or a thousand a month, <laughs> it is well received. It will, because that is our foundation that gives us the stability. And as we fund our programs at 100% capacity, it allows us to open the doors for more agencies to be funded. And so we can't do it without the community, the supporters like you to jump on board, say, you know what? I definitely do want to make a difference. And this is the way I'm going to do it. So we can do it that way. Um, let me see. Let me, I'm just looking through my notes real quick. Um, I do want to, one of the, I'm, I'm going to skip back just a little bit because I think this is important. When we did Reading to Shepherd Daisy, we did a community event at Cesar Chavez to um, assist all the Title I students to come. And uh, Chris Aguirre, which you interviewed, he did a fabulous presentation as a animator. He is a cartoonist, right? Yep. And he was the founder, the inventor of Puss in Good Boots. Yes. With Shrek. And so we also had his friend Charlie and he invented Donkey. And so it was fun that they came out. We got these celebrities coming out giving of their time so the children can understand the importance of that literacy foundation. Yes, that was a, that was a huge event. And that was just this past March, March of this past year March. that that happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was, it was amazing. And his interview, that's one that if you missed it, everybody go back and find the Chris Aguirre interview. It's three parts. And um, yes. his, his experience is incredible. So. Right. And things are happening. The community are getting aware. Uh, PNM is our electric company here in Albuquerque. And the PNM Power Kick was a tremendous way. We just did it this past week. Um, allowed us to expose the Global Give a Book mission and the statement to giving quality books to the children in need uh, in a one night snap. I mean, so many people were able to reach out to us and tell us, well, we love your mission. How can we help? Our volunteers are growing. We've got a fantastic um, group of volunteers from the Atrisco cheerleaders, the El Dorado Senate Club. Um, we've got the, uh, the Optimist Club and uh, the church. They have their volunteers that come. Church Alive has provided a lot of volunteers. So volunteering is another way of building this community together. So I'm really happy that they, that they want to do that. And one of, those, one of those volunteers, I'm just remembering as you say this, was another interview that I got to do, which was very special because it was Mercedes, who was your niece, who is oh, a, yeah. a young child who has such a passion for, for reading. And when you, when, you know, when you hear her speak, that's how we, that's how we're going to be effective too. having yes. the children reach the children. 
That's right. She is 10 years old. She lives in, she's our Houston ambassador. Yep. We have an ambassador in El Paso and an ambassador here in Albuquerque. So we'll get more and more ambassadors in the ages from eight to 11. And you're right. Other children want to see them. So they yes. get inspired. A child can inspire another child better than anybody. So agreed. Yeah. Well, Sylvia, this was such just this was so wonderful because, you know, a lot of times we are no people don't get to hear from the, the founders and the directors of the organization because, you know, you're the ones busy behind the scenes making it all happen. So thank you for the time that you took today to be on here. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, there will be more. We will see you more in the future. But yes. this was wonderful. Oh, yeah. You're going to see a lot of our children affected in a very positive way just by picking up a good quality book in their hands yes well thank you so much and thank you everybody listening for tuning in to the ggab podcast it is you know just the beginning of everything that's to come to make sure that our children get their hands on these award-winning books so happy right. reading happy reading